This and every podcast is brought to you by Claypot. Claypot is a Cantonese-styled restaurant located at 58 St. Mark's Place. You should totally go check it out. It's great food. Uh, it's just a good time. And, and you can have your option of, like, pork belly or eel. I mean, I always say this every podcast, but that's just because I love pork belly and I love eel. But there's there's a lot of options there that you can have. Um, and uh, Claypot is now available on... Grubhub and Seamless. So if you want to have your clay pot to go, go get it. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is with my friend Drake, who I met through jujitsu, I guess you could say. So it's really interesting because my firsthand experience, and I love meeting people this way, was hey, what's up? Stefan, uh, you want to roll? Cool. Okay. And we just have a little friendly sparring session and yeah, I would definitely say that he's one of the most intense people I've ever met. And that's not in like a negative kind of way. It's just, I mean, when you hear a story out, you'll, you'll understand. And wow, I mean, I'm extraordinarily envious of how sharp this man's focus is and his dedication to everything that he does. I think there's definitely a lesson to be learned from that. And uh, I hope that there's something that you can take away from this podcast too. move past a lot of the, the challenges that I've faced in the past. So, uh, growing up in, in inner city DC, um, uh, you know, my parents split up when I was eight years old and, uh, you know, dad bounced and, um, that would, I'll be honest with you, that was pretty tough. Um, pretty upsetting. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people got, uh, issues like that. And so, you know, nothing special there, but it did, genuinely affect me uh <clears throat> you know I was a pretty emotional kid and it was interesting uh bro because at this time like I like to like sort of isolate three things that happened kind of early on in my childhood that really uh began sort of the intensity that you you kind of feel when mm-hmm. you're around me today uh you know if I describe myself in one word I'd probably say pretty intense yeah right yeah I get that <laughs> I'm, I'm funny, okay I didn't want to like bring that up because I didn't know if you were going to be like what do you mean <laughs> you know but like oh uh, no I absolutely oh yeah okay I, I could identify myself for sure man um but you know uh, so right I was six year old nine or five year old sorry nine eleven happens right I think we everyone was touched mm-hmm. by that in, in a different way in a very powerful moment especially as a kid uh then in, in DC when I was a kid um, there was something called the DC Sniper, um, which was a uh, essentially a, a, a dude, uh, a former sniper in the U.S. Army, who would drive around uh, from the back of his car. He would uh, he would snipe people around the city, and um, Jesus, yeah, without them knowing, just boom, dead, boom, dead. Police didn't know who took him. It was a couple months before they found him, and um, I remember like. You know, as a kid, you know, you had to go out. Like, for example, I'd walk home from piano practice, and I, I would be afraid. I'd be like, Mom, can you please drive me? I don't want 
Gets sniped <laughs> and yeah, uh, Jesus, and that's the real. That was like and, a real thing. And my, and my mom was like, "No, I can't drive you because you can't go around in this world being afraid, right?" And uh, I, so I would like, I would have to get used to like the idea that yeah, every time you step out foot outside your house, even if you're inside your house, man, like it's <laughs> it's a danger. Like that's how yeah. it is. That's how life is. You've got to be ready to to bring to bring it whatever it is to to deal with the situation no matter how difficult or, or easy it might be so uh and then the third thing was um uh obviously the divorce uh or separation i guess and um things never you know things weren't ever like that rough you know they they worked pretty hard i think at, at trying to keep it uh friendly you know for mm-hmm. the sake of myself and my sister um and uh you know obviously i appreciate that now at the time though it was it was weird because you'd go to school, right, and everybody's got sort of uh, a normal, normal in quotations, right, because everybody's got something different going on, but like yeah, more traditional family dynamic, right, and you know, it, mine wasn't, you know, and sometimes, you know, parents would show up to to a function for a school function or, or like uh, playing baseball or hockey at the time, you know, uh, and people would say like, I thought your parents weren't together, and I'd be like, they're not, but they're here together and they're like why shouldn't they dislike each other and i was like i i don't know exactly the the exact extent of the relationship to that point i'm i'm eight yeah (laughs) so i'm not really too sure about this all i know is he doesn't live here anymore you know things um things are not you know things get real rocky between myself and my dad but you know from an early age you know that sort already puts you in in the frame of mind of like understanding like okay things aren't necessarily going to be smooth sailing right you know they can they're going to be good they're going to be bad it's about figuring out how you're going to navigate your way through it and so i i I really give a lot of credit though to my mom though because she she held things together um she you know didn't necessarily have um the best jobs all the time right but she was always sacrificing her career or she was sacrificing her um personal gain personal enjoyment for the sake of her children and a hundred percent that is um just a a type of sacrifice that i have yet to understand um but it's something i I so appreciate and and, uh, i can't um be appreciative enough of it And, and i know my sister feels the same way uh, and, and, you know, that's really what bonded us together and, and we're super close. So growing up, right, um, having to, you know, travel between, you know, my dad, he only moved about a mile, mile and a bit away. So it was interesting because I would like, I remember walking back and forth uh, between our houses and, or his, my dad lived in an apartment, pretty cool apartment, man. He moved into this place where... Uh, at the time, they had a, uh, a cocaine ring and a child pornography ring going oh, on at the same time. Okay, so, that's what you meant by cool. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, throw a little sarcasm there. But, um, Jesus. Yeah, no, so, I mean, definitely, you know, it wasn't a bad place or anything, but too bad place. It was pretty bad. Don't, you don't want those things going on, right? But, uh, yeah. but for sure, you know, um, I, going there, it was rough. You know, going to my dad's place it was never easy. It was never... Um, as simple as just going to see your father or, you know, it was going to see like a person who's, you know, pretty, you know, emotionally stunted, has difficulty, um, dealing with, with, with us kids, um, who kind of resented having, uh, having us and, um, wasn't all too good at hiding it a lot of the time. So, um, you know, that was difficult and it wasn't easy. 
Um, but and you know, I, there were many times I remember running, running, making that run from my dad's house to my mom's house. You know, just uh, you know, kind of instead of maybe facing my issues with my dad head on, but as a, as a young, young teen, young adult, uh, sort of running away from my problems, and and that's where I sort of really wanted to, as I grew older, wanted to switch the mindset of let's leave the problem and and instead let's confront the issue head on and try to and try to combat it the best as we can because that's going to be ultimately how you want to approach whatever task it is in life right you don't want to run away from something that doesn't you can keep you can you might be an endurance athlete you can run as long as you want but hell man Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. I don't. You know, demons are demons, man. So you gotta, you gotta start, you gotta start, <laughs> yeah. you gotta start oh, focusing man. up on them, right? So and it starts with uh, looking inward at me. And I think you know the issues I had with my dad, the struggles I had with him, overcoming some of the, some of the abuse and stuff like that, um, allowed me to to look inward and find sort of the, a, a deeper um, uh, moral conduct of how I wish to apply to myself. And so. Um, that was uh, that was definitely the home life was definitely a, a significant impact on sort of the way I grew up, and then that obviously, maybe not obviously, but carried over I suppose to how I uh, approach things at school, um, and uh, in high school I think uh, is sort of in my memory, high school and then early uh, time here at, at BU um, were were periods where I had to really dig deep socially and because that's probably one of the, the areas that I'm the least comfortable in it's 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 funny man because you know if in a you you know jiu-jitsu you know the other day I had uh the guy much better brown belt just choking me and I yeah. was pretty comfortable with that situation yeah. I was like all right well you know I'm getting choked but I'm gonna do the defense and try to fight my out of it and I'm just gonna relax or <laughs> you know you're swimming in the pool man and you know you're swimming underwater for a long time and your body, you know, at the beginning fights to breathe, so you have these like contractions in your chest where your body's like, I need air, I need air. I yeah, need yeah, air. you freak out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to tell your mind to say, Hey, I don't need air for now, <laughs> right? <laughs> for now, <laughs> for now, <laughs> for now, right? And so you, you just you kind of keep pushing on, right? And so uh, you can sort of become acclimated to that that environment. When it came to like, I went to a very wealthy private school in McLean, Virginia, uh, outside of the District of Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you know a bunch of rich white kids, pretty much. I mean, I'm white, so like that's not <laughs> unique. But I don't, I'm not rich. All right, I'm pretty middle class. Um, thanks, to, you know, my dad makes a fair amount of money, so he would always pay. But you know, my mom never really made very much money. Not not saying she she always gave us what we needed, but mm-hmm. she. she just yeah. to be straight up with you, she just doesn't make that much money, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was definitely, um, sometimes things were, were difficult in that area for her. I know that put a lot of stress on her uh, and, and as a result of my dad because he had to kind of worry about still the family through child support yeah. and stuff like that. And so, <laughs> um, but going to this 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 wealthy school, man, um, it for the longest time I had this, this chip on my shoulder, dude, where like I would come in and I'd see kids talking about all their lavish vacations or, you know, their complaints were pretty mundane, I thought, you know, where it's just like they're more concerned with like the day-to-day, you know, regular... Um, it's like first world problems. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I'm first world too, so like I can't make it seem like that. <laughs> yeah. Bad, you feel me? But like it, it just, at times it did, I would let that get to me because I was like, oh man, y'all don't understand. 
um, what it's like. Because I had worked at a camp, and I know I told you this story earlier, but I'm just going to tell it again. Cause, but like, I worked at a camp in, in inner city DC, you know, only white kid there uh, walking in, and everybody else is like, just kind of like, what? Say, what? Who's this cracker jack right here? Like, what? <laughs> he's looking out of place. And I was just like, yeah, I'm here to volunteer and work at, at a sports camp, uh, DC Parks and Recreation, Hardy uh, location. And, um, and so, yeah, it was there I learned a lot about sort of how life is uh, in, in, in an urban environment where people don't have much and are struggling or, or are scrapping away uh, to, to live. And then I learned a lot about uh, from going to, you know, that sort of seeing the wealthy uh, private school lifestyle of like the other end of it. And then I'm in between the two kind of, right? Yeah. So I got one foot in one, one foot in the other and living in the, in, in the middle and sort of being able to, for myself, sort of decide about like, oh, what's real or what's legitimate or how should I approach situations coming from this perspective or another perspective. And and definitely, you know, at Hardy is the first place I, I got a gun pointed at me when I was uh, 13 years old. And um guy walks in, he the, uh, the, the gentleman I was working with had owed him money uh, as part of like a drug uh, program. Um, they were running cocaine through uh his pockets and uh so the the the, the guy came to collect and and pointed a gun at him and said hey you know you're late on this payment what's going on and the dude was like are you serious at my work this is this is not appropriate you didn't say it so articulate or but like he, yeah he, he, he was there was a lot more swearing a lot more <laughs> fear in, in in the voices but then the dude who's there to collect looks at me it says like get the fuck out of here white boy points the gun at my face and uh i was sort of like oh man <laughs> okay yeah and just and just like that i wish i could tell you i was some uh you know brave guy who like disarmed him or you know you did something cool like that i, I wasn't man it, if you had seen like if you've seen the cartoons where it's like you see the the cartoon character and their like legs are moving but are like turning as fast as they can but they're not actually moving. I was like, pick it up, pick it up, bam! And, like, and I yeah, got yeah, out of yeah. there. And, like, I'm just like sprinting out, man, of the uh, of the actual place. Uh, it was just like in a uh, little uh, rec center, and I go outside and there were some kids out there. So I just wanted to make sure they didn't wander in by accident because uh, they were waiting for their parents to pick them up. It was like extended day, so. Um, you know, so like it's hard to like take an experience like that where like you're like, oh, I got a gun pointed at me. I'm dealing with guys doing like dealing drugs on a you know basketball court. Fights are breaking out around me, as and that's like a hey, just another day type of attitude. And all of a sudden, I'm going back to this wealthy private school, and I got girls complaining about the fact that they're they're getting written up for not you know for having dresses that are too like short or something like that you know what i'm saying people are like driving bmws into school and stuff so it's like it's a really different sort of yeah um, you get like both ends of yeah, the spectrum yeah it's it's a different uh, it was a di- it was a kind of a difficult thing to balance at first and and I, here i am and i'm like yeah i have all these crazy experiences listen to me and nobody believes me because they can't it's not their fault but they can't yeah, they don't live in they don't know the other world exactly you know? man so i didn't really have too many friends you know growing up in high school and so like that was difficult walking in there every day and you know where you're expected to work as hard you hard academically and i'm not super you know passionate about academics <laughs> um, you know i'd rather um i'd rather do many many other things right um and so you know 
you sort of find yourself in this like you know freshman sophomore year in kind of a rough cycle of like go to school angry at pretty much everyone they don't understand me they don't they don't get me notice it's a lot of me 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 you know th- yeah, yeah eventually yeah. that's going to change but no, that's kind of like, where i'm at oh. yeah no i understand man i mean yeah. it okay so it sounds like that because you were able to see this like the stark contrast between like what it was like to really be like scrapping by and like what it's like to be kind of comfortably coasting along you know mm-hmm. and i would say at least that like it made you more like your your sense of gratitude definitely was like honed by that and you you saw what it was like on the worst case scenario on like like you know like people getting food yeah, stamps people, people in hell yeah, you know like just rough. barely getting by and it's like a miracle that they even do but like you also see like the comfortable lofty life yeah man. and i think that I mean, at least my impression of you <laughs> is that I, I think that you were able to understand like what what the core fundamentals are, like what's important from seeing basically what's happening at like the the you know like the really struggling level. But you were also able to see like what's something comfortable that I can obtain, yeah. you know. And I I think that's that's a spectrum that like a lot of people have divorced. Like they just grew up in one certain section and they stay in that section for life. And and I'm like, <laughs> I mean that definitely contributed towards building towards. I guess like what you said, your intensity. Really? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had to be right. Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, I definitely definitely think that there are times that perhaps uh, it is to my detriment the intensity. It, it, it can rub some people the wrong way. You know, a lot of times first impressions, people will find me to be uh, prickly, unfriendly. Uh, even mean and you know what maybe they're even right no to a point but no like, dude no <laughs> See, okay so i'm gonna interrupt you here for a second but the reason why i know that's not true is because like when we first met each other we we rolled first <laughs> that's true we did you know? yeah. so and and i don't know if you you share the same sentiment but like my my not to like detract the conversation but like no, my perception of like just like Rolling with someone in jiu-jitsu is kind of like you get to meet their personality in a sense, right? Sure. Like, just just based on their techniques, what they go for, and, like, how much... I don't know. Like, that's just me. I feel like I get, a, like, a better sense of... It's kind of like the primal thing, dude, you know? And, and so, like, definitely with, like, the way that you, like, use... Like, you manhandle the fuck out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But it's like, you're, you've, you don't lose your ego. You don't lose your cool and just, like go for like the snap like you've always been very considerate very like okay yes 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 okay good word. you know like i know some people that just like rip for the submission and are just like there for like the power trip and i don't like i don't get that at all like it's oh, i appreciate it yeah so like i i love rolling with you man we can totally <laughs> roll against yeah, it i'm gonna get destroyed but I just wanted to put that in there. No, no, I appreciate that. For the few I, people that like actually do do jitsu. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean I, that's kind of cool to hear your your initial impression because that's much more positive one, right? You know, yeah. a lot of times I get feedback and they're more negative. You know, and um, nah, everyone's a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think soft. that's it. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. I I think that they, they there's some truth. I think I just I like like we've established that I'm pretty intense, but. Uh, you know, going uh, if, if it's all right, if we just revert back quickly to yeah, 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 being no. in school. Um, 
I wasn't really able to fit in a lot because of this intensity I'd been growing. And I was like, you guys don't understand what it's like to have a dad that hates you. You don't understand what it's like to have, and he'll, he'll tell you that you don't have like, you don't know what it's like to have a gun point at you, whatever. And, um, but that's all right. Cause why would they know? You know what I'm saying? But you don't know that then? You you know, you feel me? Like, Like, like while you're going through it, you're like jealous and envious. Like, I, I, how come I have to do this? I wouldn't like to admit this, but I'll be straight up with you, man. Like I was jealous, dude. Yeah. I but, was envious, you know. But but I can tell where you are now, and yeah. and gratefully so. Yeah, <laughs> so you're you're in a position where you're just like, you know, this bad stuff happens in the world, and I'm glad that like not everyone experiences it. Yeah. So, yeah. what really started changing things for me, I think, uh, when I when I was able to really take what it means to 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 be humble or be somebody who wants to be, you know, uh, humble about the way we approach things in life, is that. Um, I've been teased throughout my entire life because I've been really fat my entire life. Um, <laughs> you show me pictures. Yeah, yeah. So I it, didn't believe it. Yeah, so I really didn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I've been fat as a kid. Uh, you know, food was a was a way where I could just kind of block out uh, problems because you would feel good. You get endorphins mm-hmm. when you ate as a kid. And so, but like they, you get bullied hard for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you get called like I remember getting called Big Mac on the playground and stuff. Oh. Man, it would piss me off though because. We'd be playing basketball or football, and like I'd be out running dudes, like I and like mossing them, like I'd be like I'm a better athlete than you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and here I am getting like just called Big Mac, like I and I was and I'm real sensitive, like I still am sensitive, but like I was real sensitive at the time, like it would upset me, you know, and that comes out in a lot in a lot of anger and frustration. And there were times when I get kicked out of camps. Um, or, you know, for being too physical. Because I wouldn't straight out, like, punch a kid in the face because I was too <laughs> smart for that. But, I mean, I would, I would like, if we were playing... Give like, him a good hip check, yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. Like, so- right into the wall. <laughs> Played play soccer. I might, you know, tackle a little bit egregiously. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to get at these these dude, these little these little punks. And, you know, I, yeah. I just... Well, everyone's a monster, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, everybody's, you know, they got they got a little bit of a little mean in them, you know. Yeah. And I I'll find myself uh, at times trying to make a joke that is mean spirited, and maybe you gotta retract and figure out exactly, you know, is this really something you should be saying? But mm-hmm. uh, I started losing weight. Uh, Would have been I remember the day, um, the actual date, kind of lame, but July ninth, twenty twelve, because uh, it's that, that big a deal to me. I just been to the doctor, and you know, as a kid, you go to the doctor. And, like, they check you, and, like, they're, like, talking, like, hey, how's things going to school, how things... And, you know, my pediatrician, he was pretty dope. He, but he was, like, hey, man, you know, you're a big kid. You got a lot of muscle on you, you know. Uh, you got tree trunks for legs, but, but you know, you might want to think about, you know, getting better shape, losing some weight, because it'll affect you in the long run. And I know you say you want to pursue a career in the military. You know, you can't... You got to be in good shape for that. You got you to gotta run a lot, and... Uh, you gotta just be generally, you know, physically fit yeah. in order to do the job. And uh, I, re- I'd heard that, you know, since I was a little kid, and like, you gotta be in shape, better shape. You gotta be in better shape. And you're just like, I get it. I'm fucking fat, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I'm aware of this. I see it in the mirror. I'm not thrilled about it. I just haven't figured out how to go about it yet. But, um, but, uh, yeah. So I started just, you know, training, running, you know, slowly losing weight. Uh, 
and that just started fed off itself man and, you know the huge thing was like the nutrition part of it and just literally starving yourself like uh, <laughs> yeah that's probably not the smartest way to do it but I remember like just going to bed I, my goal was to go to bed as hungry as possible and Jesus, not eat till the next day yeah and like <laughs> that's and, definitely not the right way to do this no it's it's probably not but but I but it there I, there you go that kind of illustrates who I am man it's like yeah. I'm gonna do things hard I'm gonna go I'm gonna go hard as I can and so I was like this is how I'm gonna do it and it was done. I just started doing it. And I was pretty excited about that, right? Because you start, like, you start small, but it builds on itself, man. It gets itself in this momentum, and you start, like, dropping pounds. And I was, like, 285 at my heaviest. Um, so I wanted to drop, like, the doctor said, hey, let's try to drop, you know, 30 pounds, 40 pounds uh, by the end of your high school career. And I was like, I fuck that. I dropped 40 pounds by... It was in July. By the end of uh, August, I dropped forty pounds, man. So I, I was like, "Let's bring it, dude! I'm, I'm, I'm taking this to the next level." <laughs> and you know, they're in like so. Like I was just trying to work hard as possible, and everybody all of a sudden started to notice like a change. They're like, "Oh, this kid says he wants to do things in life. He wants to be in the military stuff, but now he's actually." kind of demonstrating the qualities that maybe someone could potentially do that yeah and so i was like i was like i don't care what any of y'all think like i'm i'm going after this and like i just just put my head down man and my junior year in high school was one of the darkest years for me probably ever you know um don't not too many friends um mainly because like i didn't really put in the time to make friendships i was quick to push people aside and say you don't know what it's like to, to yeah. see what I've seen, blah, 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 make excuses. I'm going to just go train. I'm going to put my head, I'm going to train, you know. I'm going to try to lose weight. I'm going to try to do as well as I can in classes, you know. And I was actually very successful in classes, you know. I was successful on my sports team, uh, specifically hockey. Um, and I was just just working hard and, and um, giving as much effort as I could to that, you know, trying to overcome whatever challenges came my way. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of dark, negative thoughts I had, Um and there were times where, you know, you're thinking, uh, I'll be straight up with you, and suicide was something that was uh, relevant because I was like, I don't fit in this school. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any friends here. I remember one time standing on an overpass uh, right by my house, and it, like, goes over, like, a street of cars, man. And I'm, I'm standing on the overpass, and I'm thinking, I could just jump right now, man. This could all be over. I don't have to go through this pain anymore. I don't have to... Um, deal with all the frustration i don't have to go listen to dumb kids every day just talking about things i don't care about at all i don't i don't but then you know you're, you're thinking about doing it and then i thought you know but look at all the progress we've made we, we made some decent progress you know we're in control here mm-hmm. and, and we we want to become a person that when we leave a legacy we can be proud of and most importantly that you know, my mom and sister can be proud of. And I was like, killing yourself? That's cowardly. You're giving up. That's quitting. That's not who I, how I want to be remembered. So I remember distinctly, like, taking, like, a step back from the edge, man. And both literally on the edge of the overpass, but also, I guess, um, more metaphorically, from the edge of that... Abyss. Abyss of darkness, yeah. right? Of of ending it or going back into the, yeah, the, the hardships. Yeah, the challenges. Yeah, the pain. Uh, but that's, that's, that's okay. Because that's going to, that's sometimes how it, it works. And I've just got to face it and I got to push myself. 
And so I'm so glad I did, man, because uh, I've just been able to continue to build physically and mentally uh, in the training areas. But, you know, I think one area that I'm perhaps not explaining very well is that uh, I unfortunately put so much effort and emphasis sort of into trying to build myself physically and mentally for, um, you know, training purposes that I, I, I sort of, I lacked the, the social abilities, right. Of, of a, of a normal, you know, kid, normal high school kid. So like, I'd never been to like a, a party before, you know what I'm saying? A high school mm-hmm. party. Yeah, yeah, no, me uh, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, in the okay. same boat, man. Oh yeah. No, you know, I, I was way, way more familiar with playing some Call of Duty yeah. or, yeah. or like running, games or running weekends, through a yeah. forest, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or, or okay, I don't know about that. Okay. Well, you, that's what I, I like don't to exercise. do. I was like, to, well, you do jiu-jitsu. You do jiu-jitsu. You do training jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I've, I've been failing to go to the gym, so it's. Well, we're we're gonna get to that in a, yeah, we'll a get little to... bit. Yeah, <laughs> I want I want I want you to to remember how you worked hard for a bit, and you can get back there. But yeah, um, yeah. So I I definitely lacked the I guess sort of the confidence to to overcome the social anxiety and sort of mm-hmm. operate in that environment, right? Where you got people um, around you, I say at a, a big party or something. And, and I just want to sit in the corner, man. And I just want to sit on a couch and chill, you know? Okay. But like, so is that really what you want to do? Like you really just want the like to hug the wall or do you want to speak to people but you're afraid to? Okay, that I think yeah, you're right. Um yeah, so okay, so here because here's the thing. I I feel like I was very much in the same shoes that you were. Like in high school like I had a very small group of friends, very 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 small, like less than like the fingers on my hands, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I I do know. It was very rough and then like even those friends um it wasn't at like a perfect like synchronization where where I could like express myself 100% so there's definitely like some some stuff that like you bottle up and you kind of just like like you, you don't have anyone to share your truth with you know and I, I feel like you definitely have lived a much more stark contrast than I have you know but it's it's that kind of like separation where it's just really difficult to connect with people and I think that Going into college, I had a lot of anxiety with talking to people, mm. and it's really tough because, like, I like on the rare occasions that I'll be invited to a party in college, right? <laughs> <laughs> on the very few occasions where somebody thought I was cool enough to be their plus one, that I would actually go there and just like hug the walls because I didn't know anyone. Now I was like, oh, how do I? How do I even do this? Right. Like it's it's crazy to me. I'm just like I don't know anyone. They're gonna know that I don't know anyone, and then they're gonna know that like I'm not like one of them. I'm not in their friend group. And you just like, I'm gonna go home. And then like the next day, you're like, shit. I wish I like talked to like all those people, you know. And it's just like, oh man, it's tough. So my approach, and this might be because like. You focused on like the physical training and like the mental sharpening, and I totally did not go to the gym ever for all of college. But I focused more on like just like re- like it sounds so nerdy and weird, but just like researching how to talk to people, how to make people like you know like connect with people and stuff like that. And and like I found that over time I was able to slowly piece together and slowly like kind of like get better and better and better and better at like meeting people so i don't 
I don't think just based on like how I know you, I don't think that you're like an introvert, even though you might think you are. That's shocking to me, man. I think you're. <laughs> I I definitely think you're an extrovert, but I think that you're just afraid of like that social situation, and it's it's could be possible. Man. I think it's perfectly understand because it's like a completely different realm. But I think it's something that you will definitely conquer. Well, that's cool, man. You know, it's, <laughs> it's interesting because you were mentioning before uh, making connections with people and sort of building a relationship. The, the people I connected with in high school uh, and early on in college were, I worked a, a job uh, working on the ground screw for my high school in the summers, um, back-breaking manual labor. And the dudes I did it with were a bunch of adult male yeah. Salvadorian <laughs> immigrants. And I got real tight with them. They were my best friends, like some of them. I'm not even joking. Like, I didn't even speak Spanish. They didn't really speak English. And like... Every, like you like you talk back and forth. He's sort of speaking broken English. I have a couple things in Spanish. We're not really understanding each other's words, but we do understand each other's attitudes. Yeah, they appreciate. They seem. They saw me at school, right? They yeah. see. They knew that I was. Uh, I could have been just another rich white kid, but but no, they saw me there grinding next to them, back breaking. You know, picking weeds for uh, my first week, dude. I was uh, just asking after my freshman year, high school. Uh, I was working uh, on the grounds crew, and for the first seven days, um, just picking weeds in the hot uh, Virginia sun, just baking down on you, man. And it's just like, oh my god, this is tumultuous. <laughs> Why you guys do this every goddamn day? And the guys are just like, see, like, like every day. <laughs> and I'm just like, why would you do this every day? And they're just like. Hey, we gotta feed my how I feel my feed yeah. my kids how I how I feed my family. I was just like, man, you got a lot to learn, Drake, about what it means to to work hard for something bigger than yourself. So I was able to make connections with them and truly loved my experience working with the guys um, because they they taught me a lot about what it is to be uh, a young adult and grow into a man because it was like a man does his job right a man. Um, takes on a task and pushes themselves to do it the best they can and, and they're doing it a lot of times not because you want to. I don't want to pick weeds for a week though. Yeah. Or I mean or, or or for however long you know, we would pick weeds and we would do uh landscape and stuff, but it would alternate after that. They gave me a break. They they noticed that I was worth yeah. the cut. So I got some other jobs going after that. <laughs> but um but they're like, Yeah, we don't wanna dig a ditch. I remember digging a ditch for like two weeks straight, man, this irrigation ditch. Just blisters over the hand, man. But I loved it. I loved the work because it gave me an opportunity to to demonstrate that, hey, I, I'm somebody who's going to do it. I'm, I'm somebody who's going to push through uh, this task when most other people would say, not worth it. I don't want to do it. When these all these other kids – it was a way to separate myself out from the rest of the kids I yeah. was going to school with, right? I, I was very – that's something I took a lot of pride in. I was like, I'll do this work. I'll do your work for you, man. You sit down and relax. I, I'll get after it. Like, I, I just want to I just want to demonstrate I'm going to work hard, man. I, I just – I'm here to, to, get, to get better, to learn something about construction or landscaping and, and, and also demonstrate that I'm not like these other – these soft rich kids you know um which now thinking back to it maybe that's not the most uh, decent way to think of them but you know mm-hmm. that's sort of my mentality at the time yeah. and they seem to appreciate that because they would say like yeah he is here to work hard and that's all i wanted i wanted you to, if you like saw me i wanted you to think 
maybe that kid isn't as you know academically proficient as the rest of these kids. He might not be as athletically able as our superstars. But you know what? He's the hardest working motherfucker I've ever seen. Yeah. And God damn it, he terrifies me. <laughs> so, so like, I think I did a good job of like sort of like I think he's sort of cultivating that image. So you know, I, I think and I, it was crazy. I was able to like make such great connections with these guys. I eat lunch with them every day. You know. For six straight summers, you know what I'm saying? I would sometimes go during my lunch break for, during the school year, go sit with them too. I just liked them that much, you know, had such a great time talking with them, hearing their perspectives. Uh, there's, you know, they might not be highly educated, but they're still very, you know, they're not dumb. They're smart people, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, hearing the story of immigration from El Salvador, the Civil War that was there, sort of the troubles they went through growing up on farms, a lot of fascinating individuals and characters there that uh helped me grow certainly as an individual um and, and the work itself so uh i think you're right that there's the ability there to make connections i do like i do like connecting with people i do like hearing what they have to say it's just in a in a social situation where you're primarily with younger people that my age or or at the time in high school it's difficult for me to give them that opportunity because I have negative associations from my past. So that's mm -hmm. something that I have to be willing to sort of set aside and say, hey, these people don't know you at all. They don't come from a, you know whatever background. You don't know anything about them. How about you just put you know shut those thoughts up in your head saying they're not worth it and just give them a shot. So yeah, you know that's sort of where I'm trying to be. Uh, tried to have developed myself, I guess. Uh, in the social area um, so that I can you know give, have the chance to meet new people and like like you who has a lot of interesting things to say new people you know what I'm saying we didn't know yeah. each other until January yeah. so like you know it's you know I'm glad we do you know what I'm saying it's the same thing you could go down with most of the people who we do jujitsu with or we could you know um, some people uh, I didn't give people on my rugby team really a chance as much as I should have and I wish I, I had done that more throughout my yeah. career there but um Luckily, we still, I still have, hopefully, a lot of life left. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you definitely do. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking to, to build on that. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess, yeah. But uh, definitely, you know, that first year in college, right, in freshman year, we would have rugby uh, mixture, mixers where we would uh, mix with a sorority. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> I would, like, go to them, and I'm like, I've never been to a party, really, before. What do I do here? And I would just stand there and... To be honest with you, I didn't think they were even that much fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like a bunch of people because yeah. I didn't drink my first two years of college mm -hmm. at all. Um, I was like, I don't drink. You know, I'm not like you guys. I'm disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, but it's such a cocky attitude. But, I wish I, but like, yeah, I don't drink. I have to wake up and train tomorrow, man, or I have work tomorrow. Like, what you doing with your life? You getting drunk? Cool, dude. Catch yeah. you never like catch you yeah. never. It's like like the way I like see things, but um, but you know, yeah, definitely. Um, and then you get like annoying girls coming, like, why you look so angry or stuff like that at yeah, parties? Yeah. I just be like, cause I am, cause you're annoying or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Just like blatant, like why? Oh, and then no. <laughs> I remember like teammates just being like, Drake, relax. Like they're just they, you don't have to like have such yeah. an angry reaction to them. They're just they're well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I would argue that, like... At least this is how I feel. I, I don't know. Yeah, of course. I don't know if other people feel the same way. But it's kind of like... I feel like a year in college kind of feels longer than it does a year in high school. 
And I, I personally think it's because, like, in high school, you have the same classes from September to June, May, whenever the hell you graduate, or August, whenever you start, right, the academic year. And I think that in college, because you have, like, separate semesters, they feel like a year themselves. Yeah. So... Like I wouldn't beat yourself because I, I like I wouldn't beat yourself up too much because like you you know what I mean like it it sounds like you're kind of like no I'm more disciplined than you you know what I mean it's like no I'm better than you but like when I'm not by the way I'm not trying to I'm I'm not no no no, no. I'm not better than anybody I'm, I'm yeah just as messed up just as you know make mistakes just like everyone else that's part yeah of the but it's just it feels like you are very like closed off. You know what I mean? At, at, yeah. at that point in your life. Yeah. And now you're kind of... But like, I'm very glad that you've come to the realization. Like, you know what? Let's hear what they have to say first. And we'll figure out what... Because like that's that's the entire point of the podcast. Is for me to just... Okay, so you, you listen to podcasts just like me. right? We yeah, both man. love Joe Rogan. Yeah. Woo! Joe Rogan! <laughs> big, you fan know, boy, big fan boy myself. Yeah. yeah, we both listen to Joe Rogan. I'm guessing The Fighter and the Kid. Love Fighter and the Kid, yeah. Jocko Willink. Listen to Jocko podcasts all okay. day. <laughs> but I don't know if you... Do you listen to Jordan Peterson? Uh, not as much. I've only heard him <sighs> on those podcasts. Uh, he's, I, I know he's got a tremendously interesting things to say. Yeah. Um, but there was one podcast with Jocko Willink and Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah, two actually. And, okay, well, yeah. I haven't caught up then, I guess. That's, that's right. <laughs> but no, but like, you understand what I mean? It's like, it's really interesting that the person who takes the like purely academic route versus someone who takes like the purely mental, physical sharpening, you know what I mean? Like uh, that, the more, I guess, like embodied approach. Sure, right? the operator. Yeah. <laughs> and they both like arrive at the same kind of conclusion. Uh-huh. Yeah, right so i cool, yeah. i yeah so like even though i feel like i definitely took the more like nerdy route and you definitely like can like lift more than my life <laughs> uh, that's, that's we can change that man that's something yeah that let's on. hope <laughs> but like it's it's interesting because i definitely completely relate to you on like yeah. everything that you said like i mm-hmm. like just just the, like the loneliness through through high school and I, I completely agree with you I've I've definitely been depressed many times in my life you know even to the point of like suicidality but and it's not like an easy topic to talk about and I think that's a little fucked up because we should talk about it because too, yeah. the the worst thing was that you feel alone right yeah. and and I think holy shit loneliness sucks um I think one of the most interesting things was that like prisoners on death row who are you know facing death because they, like, you know, murdered a bunch of people or, like, you know, heinous crimes, like rape and stuff like that. Like, the worst thing you can do to them, you know, one step removed from death is to just, like, put them in solitary confinement. You know, just leave them alone with no human contact and they'll drive them fucking insane. And I think that there's a lot of that that just happens. Like, even though we're so interconnected with the internet that, like, we're still, like, we still feel lonely. I think that's that's something that, like, at least I want to focus on. And I think that's something that you you took and were able to like culminate into i guess what you would call your intensity <laughs> yeah no no i uh definitely i want to have to talk about loneliness man it's because it's a, something that I've, I've felt a lot of um it gets lonely yeah thinking the way i do training the way i do you know when you get up early in the morning you know and you're running and then it's part of i i do enjoy being alone i i yeah. generally do enjoy being alone and I, i've been able to be uh within the last year i would say that i've kind of taken the steps in maturity to to recognize that I do like it it's okay but I do also I do also wonder like I also kind of am curious you know what it's like to be you know in a in a 
around people you really truly enjoy you know and and, I, and I'm lucky I'm really fortunate because I hear at BU you know I have you know seven really really close friends yeah um, that I, I feel comfortable with and I, and I feel fortunate to, to see uh, on a weekly basis you know and um, and they I, I don't you know I, it's all about for me I was getting it confused because I used to think it used to be the quantity right yeah how many people do you have in your life that you can you can like be friendly with but then I soon learned that it's the quality and the type of people and the type of relationships that you're developing uh, the ability to to talk to the, to understand to hey, appreciate yo. so yo yo hi how are you nice to meet you um so uh, you know I definitely think that's an area that um uh, that I've sort of come to understand, but loneliness for sure. You know, when you don't have much other than you know, no, it sucks. Your mom, I know, your sister, I, I totally right? understand. And so, and you're you're making more friends on you know the Xbox Live than Dude, in person. That's yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like I I totally agree. Like I did the exact same thing. I turned like it's weird because like as much as like people want to like shit talk like the friendships you have like online or something like that. Like at the time, like that's. That's what was available, and that's like what sustain. You know what I mean? That's and, at least for me. That's what was, was sustaining. It was, yeah, it, and it was stable because you'd go on, right? And they'd be there, and you'd be, and it's yeah. like, hey, what's going on, man? How how was your day? And like, I remember, like, I was friends with like a forty five year old dude who lived in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Like, right? <laughs> like, that's not like even close by. We don't have necessarily anything in common other than we like to play this video game. We like to communicate while playing this video game, and he. Uh, was a was a person that was willing to listen and and I was willing to I guess open up because I don't know why exactly but that's just how it went so um, I I was pretty uh, it was pretty you're right like that is what you've got at the time yeah and so you know you can make fun if you want but it, I don't I don't regret doing that at all really it just it just also means that it might have taken perhaps away time that you might have been. Uh, trying to uh become friends or build relationships in, in actually person well, so okay but like at the same time like I've, I've definitely experienced that same kind of like social anxiety where it's like it's very difficult you know what i mean and it, and it might even be at least my high school was like somewhat not like small 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 mini school small how, but how was, big was your graduating uh, class i think 250 yeah mine was 97 yeah so that's yeah. what i yeah, know so we, we definitely can see because yeah. i i know some some of my friends have like Oh, my graduating class was like a thousand eighty. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, like, you don't even, what? you will yeah, not have the same friend there, groups yeah. throughout yeah. all four years. Yeah, you you'll know? see people in your grade and not have any idea who they are. And and I think the hardest thing is that like growing up from like, especially if you're in the same like district or like from like first grade all the way to senior year of high school, is that whatever your first impression is is what people judge you by, hmm. right? And it's like whatever they're, it, it, and it sucks because like they don't. I guess at that point in our lives, we don't really have the, the conceptualization that people can change over time. And it's just like, oh, I remember I met this kid in sixth grade. He was weird. But then, like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in 10th grade. You know, maybe I'm in 10th grade, bitch. And maybe I'm a lot cooler. You know, who knows? <laughs> or maybe yeah, or maybe we're all in 10th grade and we're all weird. Yeah. Guess no, 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 no. We're every, always weird. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I mean, you just got to recognize that there's, there's some weirdness to to the way yeah. you approach things is. no but that's definitely what like a part of like maturing is right is realizing that like hey you know like my weirdness 
if I can hone it right, is actually what makes me an individual. Exactly. You know? It's what makes you cool. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's what separates you out from everyone else. So, I mean, it definitely is a sort of a, something that you have to learn to appreciate but, yeah. and, and identify. Because if you can identify it and know it and then just rock it like you don't care, then, hey, that's, that's what makes you real. And, yeah. And I'd rather be, you know, real than you know, consider cool, whatever. I, I don't, I just don't care. I just, I try to be real with people. I try to be straightforward. Um, no, I sometimes blunt to a point. No, no, where, no that's where, where, where Some people get put off by it, but you know what I'm saying? You know, but you, I guess part of that would be then, hey, Drake, learn how to maybe uh, incorporate your straightforward attitude in a way that allows other people to, to palate it better, right? That would be the next step because, you, that's how I mean you can't go into like like just you know assuming everyone's what's gonna, up bitches yeah, everyone's <laughs> gonna like change for you right they're not gonna like no you've got to sort of mold to to figure out how they are and that way you can get the most out of what you got to get done mm-hmm. um so you know that's definitely you know uh, something I've had to learn at my job here at BU especially taking on like leadership roles where yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was a supervisor for people now, right? And they're younger kids and they're freshmen, sophomore, and they might be experiencing different problems. And I never had a supervisor who would, like, really help me grow mentally and, and mature. Not necessarily in, in terms of the job, because it's the job. We, I work at the lab, Newgard. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> we sit behind a desk. Like, yeah, yeah. sick, bro. Your security, what's going to happen? Probably nothing. But if it does, <laughs> Probably you, you can't do anything anyways. But like, Are you stealing that book, sir? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to ask you to check that out. Like, like, it's like, and even then, they could just be like, uh, a little later. Like, they don't they even have to listen, really. Your authority is pretty minimal. However, what you can do is you can help. And this is why I like training people too, like yourself. Yeah, um, I appreciate I, it. <laughs> I, no, I appreciate you coming up. Cause guess what? Even though I haven't, I haven't been coming up. Uh, I mean, hey, listen, man. Listen, that's something you can change. Just yeah. By just making it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it, it was an opportunity where you can sort of like take on the way I've been mentored by the guys I worked with back home uh, on the ground screw. I was able to now take on that mentorship role as, as yeah a it feels great to be on both mentee. sides of that relationship exactly so now i'm trying to help people i'm like i'm gonna hopefully not come across as lecturing because you know i don't mm-hmm. want to do that but hopefully know. understand where they're coming from and then try to help them navigate their college careers because it can be difficult working a job and having four or five classes and then whatever extracurriculars you have and whatever family life you have um so yeah i just i tried to make myself available to to the people I was working with, you know, and, and, and the same thing when I train people. And that's probably the area that I, I take the most pride in is helping others achieve, uh, not only like physically getting stronger, getting faster, getting, but getting, pushing past their comfort zones is what I love to see mm-hmm. both in myself because it's hard, but also with others. And so, you know, there, there, the couple guys I'll cite, um, specifically, there's this one guy, I'm his roommate now. And um, he came to train with me the first time. And, um, Dude, uh, your training scared the fuck out of me. And yeah. so but we, weren't, we weren't even doing it. Like for him, it, it was like rugby-based stuff. He wanted to get better at running for rugby. So I was like, 
Oh, we'll do running, man. No worries. We'll we'll run four hundred meter sprints all day, uh, literally. We'll do it all day. And so and so he's like, oh, I don't know, man. But he came. And, you know, he's not the greatest. He's a great sprinter. He could he could sprint really fast for fifty meters. And then after fifty meters, he's he's killing it. And then it's just like I I have no endurance. I can't. Move. Like mm-hmm. it was strange. Um, but he didn't really have any agility. He could just run really fast in a straight line for kind of a short period of time. So I was like. So he's like, I'd like to be able to last 80 minutes in a rugby game. I was like, all right, well, we'll build your sprint endurance, right? So we were teammates. We, we know each other. I'm, I actually didn't really like him when I first met him. I just wanted to help, <laughs> oh. help him get better. Flame. Um, yeah. Oh, no, he knows. I've told him this. Um, <laughs> Fuck you to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't really like him. He's kind of arrogant for no reason. But you know what? That's all right. Um, let's, let's get you out there. Let's, let's train. So he came, and he, he was dying almost every single session, like, he he would he would like come back to his room and like we lived right next to each other and uh, and so he he would sit down and be lying like just looking at the ground I don't know red face he might have been dead but he kept coming back and back and back and he kept getting better he kept getting better right and yeah. so and it it over and then two years later right so that was we were sophomore or freshman uh, year and sophomore year junior so after junior year he. Uh, PR'd in his mile time, fastest he'd ever done his life, right? He, like, cut it down by, like, four minutes, right? Holy moly. Yeah, so he ran, like, a six-minute, 30-mile, right? Which, you know, hey, listen, you're not going to the Olympics, but guess what? That's a big deal for him. Yeah, that, I don't of even course. care. I don't even care about the time. I really don't. I care that he made such an improvement, and I care that he was proud about himself. You feel me? So, like, yeah. he was excited. He he won't tell you he was excited. He'd be like, yeah, whatever, dude. I don't care. But, like... But he was I excited. Saw, yeah, he, he saw was, it. He was happy. Like, you could see it in his eyes. Like, he was he was thrilled that he made that improvement. He just constantly pushed himself, billions of burpees, um, you know, running hills, running just laps and laps and push-ups, pull-ups, dips, whatever. You know, just getting after it, training hard, going to rugby, getting better, you know... Um, Maybe we, we we kind of sucked at rugby. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but like you know, he, he, you know, trying to be a better teammate and so and ultimately it was so such a joy for me to see him improve. That, that that's what mattered. Like I, I, I was proud for him, but and I was proud of him. And like he, the fact that he he, he did that was such a special experience for me. Like obviously I also got better in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. it forced me to have a second workout in the day because I do my own thing in the morning do something at night with him so it's forced me to train twice a day forced me to train harder right i was tired a lot of times going there but i knew he was going to be there we held each other accountable and so it was just you know there's a, there's and ultimately it demonstrated to him that he can push past his that little voice in your head saying nah stop man you're gonna hurt yourself if you keep going or or it's not worth it we're tired let's just let's just chill you know watch some youtube whatever you know what i'm saying like no yeah none of that get that voice gone you know what i'm saying like you got to be able to sometimes there's a place for that and you can enjoy it more but sometimes there's a there's a place where you can say hey i can put that aside and i can push through sort of whatever pain it is to get to that next level and and seeing him be able to develop that is truly important because yeah he's not going to be a pro athlete yeah you know he's not necessarily going to be a you know needing to be the most physically um astounding freak in the world but you know what he can take that to his job and whatever he does because he's yeah. got that mental capacity to overcome yeah. adversity i think that's one of the interesting things about exercises like as you see yourself like progress it kind of spills out into the rest of your life 
where you're like, wow, if I actually like focus on this, I can get better at it. And I'm not sure if that's something that like you've experienced with like, like your physical training translating towards your like academic studies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Freshman year of high school, I was getting like C, C pluses and everything, right? This is a, this is but a really academically rigorous school, right? Where they like they churn out people. Yeah, highest team. inflation rate in the nation, bro. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, not. A, I'll talk about BU in a second. But th- this was at my high school. Oh, okay, yeah. even worse. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eight years of suffering. Yeah, let's exactly. go for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, come on, man. Let's do this. If we're gonna do it hard, let's actually let's make it hard. Let's go eight. But like, uh, but yeah, no freshman. Year, I mean, it's a type of school where every everyone goes to college, and that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes to college. Yeah. Most kids get straight A's most kids are looking to go to Ivy Leagues that, that's a realistic thing yeah. for most of them right is that similar to yeah, your yeah, experience yeah. Okay. My, my high school is pretty much similar yeah um, yeah so, but I mean I, but yeah. I, I was Whatever. not I'm not like that right? yeah <laughs> I, I'm not academically my, no I'm my, not either <laughs> my sister brilliant gets gets a 4.0 here at BU right but me not not so much but, like, but, it, but what I was able to do was start to like put all that like focus and energy into academics more so and had the confidence to push myself there so like you, you get good like you get C pluses you might not be going places right but luckily I I was able to grow and develop and then I did start getting better at school and started proving like hey this kid's not an idiot you know what I'm saying yeah you could get better there's yeah, yeah, some yeah, potential yeah. Yeah, that's the difference yeah. exactly but you know it's interesting you mentioned that because coming to BU my freshman year, right, you get, you get a certain amount of financial aid, right? And so depending on how well you do academically, um, that can change real quick. And so <laughs> uh, I remember my freshman year at BU, I got a 2.02 GPA. Buddy. Yeah. A two- oh, that hurts my soul, man. Yeah, well, it was hurting my soul then too. And you needed a 2.0 to retain your financial aid at BU. So Jesus. to put this into, you know, even more dire context, I was 0.02, you know, away yeah. from coming back here. You know what I'm saying? And wasting this opportunity to go get a secondary education, to to make the most out of my college career. I almost just pissed it away in the first year. Why? Because I was letting everyone around me piss me off. And I was just running all day instead of going to class. But, um... Oh, well, wow. Yeah, or not. Damn, all right. man. Uh, not you got that all... resentment running yeah. through you, man. It wasn't, it wasn't all running. It was like a lot of running, yeah. a lot of sitting in my room. No, but, but I'm glad, things. like, throughout the years, you were able to, like. Yeah, change that. Yeah, whittle, whittle down that, like, resentment and, yeah. and, like, focus it more towards, like, self betterment. Exactly. There you go. That's key, right? Yeah, because, <laughs> man, it was not. Wasn't doing anything good. I mean, it was good for the physical stuff. Like, great. <laughs> yeah, you read harder than ever. Ah, <laughs> <Like, but, laughs> oh, fuck these kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sort of just like, I remember like, I like I remember talking to a guy once and I was like, man, I'll be out there at 2.30 in the morning running. And like, <laughs> like, and he's like, are you okay? Fuck? Are you alright? No, I exact same reaction from me, dude. That's not. I, and I was just like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, why? He's like, why? I was like, I was too angry to sleep, man. I just run sometimes <laughs> at that time. And he's just like, okay, what do you see? I'm like, I see a bunch of drunk college kids not getting some. And like, he's just like, okay, Drake, but here's the thing. They're still out at two thirty in the morning, like you. You're both still out there, right? There is a connection that like you're both seeking something. Right, you you're just approaching it differently. They're distracting themselves with you know alcohol, drugs, whatever, and you're more or less distracting yourself or dealing with this. It 
with just intense, you know, uh, training so that it, it makes you mentally think about other things, right? Perhaps you should open up to the idea that what what's going on here? You get probably got similar things in your mind, you know. And I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Wait, you're saying other people could be angry like me? That's not possible. There's no <laughs> chance. That's that's a thing, right? Like, I, I don't believe you. He's just like, well, you know, you don't have to believe me. Just, but just, you know. Maybe potentially think about this in the future. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. This dude don't know what he's talking about. And a couple. Who is this guy? This guy uh, is like your guru. Yeah, he's, yeah, your, yeah. he's your shaman, dude. He's just a, he's just That's a, like such a crazy amount of like. Just, just, just a gentleman that I, 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 like a mentor to me. So. That's uh, beautiful. No, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's like really like heartwarming. Yeah. To hear that, like, you had that switch because, like, it's so easy. It's like easier to go down that, like, road of, like, just like, fuck these kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and it, and maybe not necessarily in, in your outlet where it's just like, I'm going to run as hard as I want. But, like, there's definitely a lot of people out there who are just like very fuck everyone else kind of mentality. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you, like, literally steered at 180 degrees to, like, I'm going to go as hard as I can to just, like, help save the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I don't know. But there's definitely some, some truth there, right? Because it's, yeah, I can say, yeah, fuck everyone. They don't understand. I'm special. No, actually, you're not. Um, you're not special, man. Like you're, you're. Everyone's got issues. Everyone's got problems. Like you, you're right. It might be useful to actually hearing how they approach it, and you could learn something, and you and take ownership for your approach because that's how, I love that. how you're gonna get better, right? That's the only, and, that. and it's still you know check your ego, right? Put put that aside for a sec. That's so hard to do sometimes, right? Is saying like, all right, I I'm wrong here, and I know I'm wrong. And this is, and I'm not approaching this correctly. How do I, you know, change my my mentality? That's not easy to do. Yeah. It's and it's even worse when somebody tells you it, right? And you know they're right, but your first reaction is to be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, what are you talking about, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't like like the person or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Sometimes I'd be like told to do a, a yeah. technique of rugby from someone who was like not as good as me or like didn't work as hard as me. And like my first reaction to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah you go, go get back on the bench, bitch. Like, but like, <laughs> but like, but then all of a sudden I was like thinking about it, and then I was like, he's right. Like, like I should move my like legs here. I should bend this way in order to make sure I can get low enough to make to secure the ruck or whatever. And so, and it's just like, god damn it! Like, I actually got to do with this kid's sin. Um, and then, and then you, so you know, you don't necessarily just brush off everything people might initially say and you actually start you know hey just close your mouth listen yeah right Dude, you can learn. yes <laughs> yeah. yes we're trying to learn here and uh and let's see how that see how that goes and if what they say truly is not worth it well fine let the decide after you know what i'm saying because you know listening doesn't take anything away from you it will only then add yeah you feel me you know what I'm yeah saying? no so, i i oh my god i'm so glad you said that i was like I 100% agree. Everyone always asks me, like, oh, my God, Stefan, you have a podcast. How do you do that? You must be, like, so extroverted. And in the meantime, I'm like, no, I talk, like, three sentences the whole time. (laughs) You have no idea. I'm just listening the whole time. It's it's crazy because, like, the world is so complex 
and so crazy and so full of like suffering and tragedy mm-hmm. that everyone will always experience something that you can't even fucking imagine. For sure, man. And I think that just like for just a moment, if you could just shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? And you could just like just let's just take a back seat here and just listen to what other people have to say. I guarantee you they'll tell you something interesting. And I I know you don't you don't listen to Jordan Peterson as much as like me and Ben well, do. Apparently I got to change. Yeah. But got, <laughs> best best be learning something new quick. But and if, a very interesting quote that he said was that like if the person you're talking to isn't interesting, it's because you're not listening right. And I've taken that very seriously hmm. and it's dramatically improved the relationships that I've had in my life. I like people who I thought were like boring, like, oh my God, fuck you. Get away from me. Like, you know, people that are like flip off under my desk or whatever, mm. just end up becoming like, kind of yeah, no, it's aggressive there. <laughs> yeah. Immediately just switch to become like, holy shit. You're like the most interesting person ever. Tell me more. You know, it's like, these are moments I should be like taking a back seat. This is my break. I'm, I'm going to enjoy this, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's, it's just like, I'm, I'm glad that you have that approach. And I, I, I have zero doubt that you'll, you will grow to become an extrovert over the next few years, for sure. I was, okay, well... No, I'm, I'm confident, that's, that's, man. That's, a, that's an Just, interesting take, man. I've never actually had <laughs> someone say that before, believe no, me No, no, you will. If, if, you, if you approach it with the same kind of drive that you have with, with just, like, physical training, for yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. you know, that's it's, true. If that, it's contingent on me, right? I, it's, of course. It's and about then, me, <laughs> and I'm going to have to actually put in the work. But... Man, I'm telling you from the other side, okay. it's fucking great, dude. It's oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Literally everything becomes interesting. Yeah. And I think that's something that you definitely like it's just it's at least at least today, I feel like it's even though we're more interconnected with the internet, we're a lot more disconnected with like the personal, with the, like the human condition. And that's something that's just really hard to combine because there's no instruction besides just like putting yourself out there you know like well, that's hard you no, you're gonna eat just... shit man like there's gonna be times where you're like you think your pr is some like amazing weight and then like you're like wait what the fuck i lifted more last time and you just eat shit and you're like fuck you talk a lot about lifting weights man i'm just yeah. saying like I, i'm trying to relate it you know what i mean well, it's interesting i mean yeah i just i mean i i like cardio stuff it's interesting to me. you like cardio yeah, people... Fuck cardio. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, fuck cardio. Yeah, I, I just, no I, way, man. I don't fuck with that at I all. I don't understand. I, I know. People see me and they're like, oh, 6'4", 210 pounds. Like, he, he must, like, lift a lot of weights. It's like, I mean, yeah, not, like, not like some people, right? No. You know, train, like, train weights, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train to be functional. Yeah, you're but not, you're not, I like... I like to run. I like to swim. I like to do burpees, man. I'm, I'm, sometimes I don't like doing it. But, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta get the burpees done. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, car, I'm telling you, man. You gotta do both. You, can we can we swim like sometimes? Like yeah, I, of course. You've asked before, and I, I'm always. You have. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. how to reach me. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, no, but it's I, just okay. So like, it, it's about I, both. It's about I see both. no because like I've I've definitely gone. I've worked out with you before, yeah. and it's it's not just weight. Like it's like fucking hard on cardio, dude. Like yeah. when I'm pulling the rope on yeah. the like Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. I don't want. I like. Anywhere else but here. Anywhere else but here is fine. Oh my god! Imagine you're somewhere else. Right. It sucks, well, and no, it's just like. But think about it. that's designed to improve your not only your cardiovascular but your muscular endurance in addition no, to your it, grip strength. Okay, but, you, but that'll carry over to jitsu. I, I know. You. I know. You're you're 100 percent right. What I'm saying is, 
I am a little bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't say that either. Okay, I see that shit and I'm just like, fuck that. Give me a McDonald's burger instead. Fuck that. It's just like, it's so difficult. And, and so that's why, like, I think that what you describe in yourself as your intensity mm. is something that, admittedly, I'm envious. <laughs> I'm envious as fuck as that. Well, it's just, it's, it's, I'm, in, I'm interested to hear that because... A lot of people say like, "Oh, I'm envious of of that or or such and such," and I'm like, "Bro, it's not that difficult to, do. or it is difficult to develop, I suppose, but it's something that's attainable. It it's, is. It's not like you go say, "Man, I love your blue eyes, dog." It's like, <laughs> well, you can't have blue eyes because you know you just didn't wait. Hold on, like, let me focus on my genome. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? <laughs> you, you can't just think like, "Oh, I'm going to effort my." My eyes to turn blue, like that's not a thing. However, you can put in the effort to improve, you know, whatever thing. If you're looking yeah. to squat more, if you're looking to run faster, if you're looking to swim further, if you're looking to get on a bike and, and bike up a mountain, whatever it is you're into, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's if you're looking to submit people more from the bottom, right? There's that's a lot of different fucking game, bro. Exactly. <laughs> that's my fucking game. <laughs> right, exactly. So are like, you go- are you going uh, Thursday? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be there. Can yeah. we roll? We can, yes. First roll. Just don't hold back. Just go hard as hard as Just go, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, always, yeah. always do. Good. You know, good. I, I'm good. not I too good at holding backs, but uh, yeah, no, I will. I will I'm looking forward to that. But um, no, you're. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something you're envious of. But guess what? You can. Anybody can. I, okay. You know what so, I'm so the worst. It's, thing it's is, not special. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So the worst thing is I know I can attain it, okay. and and that the the guilt in it is that like I know I can attain it. But I failed to do it. If anything, that's going to drive me more. Because I, I know that's like... Like, I have an idea in my head. What if I did everything that I know wasn't good for me, and I just, like, took the easy way out, and just, like, nah, let's just do the comfortable thing, and everything just, like, spiraled down. Uh-huh. And I, I have that image in my head very clearly, and it's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to run as far away as I can from that. And... And, and, and let, let, let me just be completely honest. I do that as well uh, yeah. from time to time. Not so much like with the training stuff. I'm, I'm pretty good at being consistent. I'm very good at being consistent about it. However, you put me in a bar and you say, hey, go talk to that attractive girl. I'm going to be like, hey, man, why don't you go fuck? Kick every rock. Like, kick every rock. Go kick every single rock you can find. Like, I, I don't know about it. I'm going to sit here and just, and just think about what it would be like to actually talk to her. All right? But you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you're right. But we, every, but that just, okay. again, it just illustrates that everyone sort of has these strengths and weaknesses that we're looking to build off of. And, and yeah. it's just sometimes overcoming that, that mental block that's saying, like, hey, be comfortable when – it should be saying, "Hey, let's be comfortable with being uncomfortable." If that makes any sense, yes. right? Let's be yes. comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. This is nothing revolutionary, by the way. This this, yeah. this is stuff you hear all the time yeah. from guys like Jocko, from guys like Joe Rogan, from guys uh, who do comedy, from from Jordan, from uh, we're on a first nation basis, I guess now, but Jordan Peterson. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like you know, from everybody who's actually done something, right? That uh, they'll tell you the same thing, and I think I've kind of what I've been able to take from everyone that I listen to and kind of condense it is they're all taking risks. They're all being uncomfortable, but they're learning to be comfortable there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what makes them extraordinary people and why we like listening to them and why we want to, to be like that. At least I do. I, I want yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. all these guys, right? Every single one of them. It doesn't, they're all from different fields, from different backgrounds, 
But you want to take like the important I want to things take out of little each little pieces of them. of them and apply them to myself, so I can grow and to become a, a similar uh, individual, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that's definitely something that you're more than capable of, right? Because you're intelligent, right? You're able to take in information, think abstractly upon it, and then apply it to whatever the situation is. So, I mean, I, that's step one is identifying it. Step two is executing it. And, Sometimes that's the hard that, part, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah, the execution can can be difficult, right? So that's where you got to build a plan. I, guess. I think I think that's where a lot of people have a difficulty because they think that they like because I want this, I'm gonna make it happen. And I think that's the the hard part because like you have to like kind of bargain with yourself in a sense. Where it's like, okay, maybe you don't want to go to the gym at like five a.m. Let's try. So let's go at three thirty eight. No, you got it. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Step five, trying to get after it at three thirty. I like no, it. No, not that driven. No, okay. no. Maybe, maybe let's bark. <laughs> maybe let's barking. Let's wake up at six thirty, and then maybe six fifteen, and then maybe six, and then maybe five forty-five. And you know what I mean? Like it's. I do. I used to get up at um, six. Then I was like, all right, let's get up early. This is baby shit. <laughs> I was like, let's get, I didn't know. You, but you build up to it. Then I started getting up at 4.50. Then I started getting up at 4.30. Now I get up at 3.30 most days. So, like, um, you're able to push yourself. It's hard, man. And sometimes I fail. I'll be honest with you. you okay. Know? But how much of that is, okay, so I find my difficulty is that, like, I, I end up enjoying my life so much that, like, if someone, like, if I have a friend over, yeah. I'll just stay up with them till 2. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I. But that that's interesting. I get that sort of because like, but it, you know what I do? You know what I do on Friday night? When all my friends are having a good time, I say, night. And I, <laughs> and I, and I go to bed at 9.30. Like, I'm the most boring 22-year-old like, of all time. Yo, we're going to bring you out. We're going to bring you out. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's having a good time. People are like, yeah, we're going to get Kurt Yee, shots, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. And I'm just, we're going to get you... Very well, no, we're gonna we're gonna socialize the fuck out of you, dude. Yeah, that's that's funny, man. But yeah, no, you just say, hey, you know, listen, guys, I I get dinner with them Friday night, and then I go to bed, and I wake up the next morning, and I Ben and I have training. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's and then Saturday nights, you know, I'll go up, and then I'll be I'll say like, yeah, I'm gonna go out tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a good time. Then it's eleven, and I'm just like, oh, it's hour and a half past my bedtime. <laughs> I've got to be sleeping soon. Like like no, I'm turning into an old person, I guess. But I think that's interesting that, like, it very much feels like you're somebody who is very attenuated towards having a schedule, having routine. Oh, you got to have a routine, man. You got it. You just got to abide by the routine. Okay. So, so but, but you got to be flexible enough to, like, change it depending on the situation. Yep. Okay. So you have to be adaptable. Yeah. But routine is what grounds you. Because sure. I feel like if you have a chaotic enough life where, like, every day is something fucking different, you're just going to go nuts. It's too much to handle. Whereas, like, if you have, like, some general kind of routine. Yeah. Life is a little bit more manageable. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's very interesting because, like, I'm very much the kind of person who gravitates towards, like, fuck it. Every day, let's have something different. I, I love confronting that. But it, it feels so maybe like... maybe you're better at sort of just living a spontaneous type of life. Ah, but I'm not going to get any better without any routine. That's the, that's the thing, though, right? I think it's balanced then, right? Like, yeah. Everybody has to eventually fall into some kind of routine where it's like, hey... This this is the time you wake up. This is the time you go to bed, and this is how you get better. Because like you have to be able to set aside time to be able to do the things that you want to improve. And I think it's like incredibly interesting that like you gravitated towards that very early, and obviously you're very intense and like acute to that, mm. you know. 
And so, I uh, just, I know, I, I don't know, I'm envious of <laughs> But I'm kind of envious of you, who are just like, yeah, man, I go to a club, man, that's two in the morning, and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm doing, you know, spin kicks, having a good time. Like, that seems kind of cool. I'd like to do that once, you know. I'd like to, or... I've stayed up to 2 a.m. before, but I've never had a good time doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I would like to, like, actually be in a situation where I find myself having a good time for an entire evening uh, in, a, in a social situation like that. And you know what? It's I think if around the right people, it's definitely possible. Yeah. So, we're doing this, you know, and, and I'll show up in a, in a ghillie suit or something. Ghillie <laughs> No, I don't know, but... Um, um, yeah, actually, yeah, I'd been to a bar in a ghillie suit for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, it was, yeah, but it's hot. It's yeah, Halloween. I won a contest actually, so wow. it was pretty cool, right? So that's uh, sick, dude. Yeah, it was. It was pretty funny, and uh, I actually really liked it because you can't really see my face, um, or or like my body really well. Something something that I should mention, I guess. Um, for just being honest here, uh, is I have severe like body dysmorphia. Mm. So from my time being fat and all that bullying stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, so like I don't. Uh, see myself properly. I, all I do is see that, sort of that chubby, you know, 13, 14, 15 year old who was kind of soft and afraid of, of working out and stuff and got winded after running one sprint or whatever. So um, I, I struggle to, to still overcome that. So I have a very, like, and I'm not proud of this, but this is where I'm at. Like, I kind of, some sometimes it's okay, but a lot of times I have kind of a very negative, like, body image. So going out into, uh, into a bar or something like that. It's really difficult for me to come out of my skin, so I'm just like, man, nobody wants this big fucking uncoordinated gypsy <laughs> moving around here trying to pretend like they're dancing or something like that. Um, where so like, but the one time I put on a ghillie suit and went out, it was like, man, they can't see my face. This uh, this breaks up. Your, it's designed to break up the the human you know body, right? So it literally allowed me camouflage myself metaphorically yeah, to the point of where like I'm just dancing the entire time, like just being crazy. Like people think it's hilarious. Like, I'm the center of attention and I'm okay with it because I know nobody's going to, like, recognize anything other than what I'm wearing on the outside. It was so, it was very, like, an interesting experience, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, yeah, no, definitely, um, yeah, that that hindrance I didn't mention earlier, but, like, yeah, the body dysmorphia thing is, is not easy uh, when coupling it with, like, the, uh, uh, with, like, you know, going to, going to a party or something. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, it's something that you got to work on. So uh, yeah. you can't just. Well, okay, from. I'm very glad that you you admit that there's something that you want to work on. Oh know? yeah, for sure, man. Like yeah, I, I would like to work on seeing myself uh, or listening to how other people see me, and then trying to incorporate that more. Because a lot of times, other people say like, "Yeah, man, you you have a lot of interesting things to say. You bring you know different uh, unique." <laughs> I definitely agree. To the, to the table appreciate that but believe in yourself more have some more confidence there you yeah. know i would like to, to to actually internalize that and you know and believe it right because that that would allow me to to be a stronger you know uh individual who who can even add more to the to yeah. society to the world and, and but you know at at this point you know that's still you know being straight up with you an area that i gotta work on um and so yeah and, and the same thing with like seeing myself physically like I don't. I can't stand seeing myself in pictures. I can't stand looking in the mirror. Like it's just something I, I just really just despise. No, yeah. I got you. I got you, man. No, I appreciate you, man. I got you, man. No, <laughs> that's, no, that's no. Cool. I'll, I'll flip that around, man. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you've always been genuine through this this whole podcast, and I really appreciate yeah. that. And I think that it really does shed light on who you are as a person and what really motivated you. 
And I'm very glad that you took that that turn towards self-improvement and towards, uh, I guess, like through your coaching and through your teaching, really just like, how can we better the world is the question that you've you've oriented yourself towards, which is a lot better than like, how can I destroy the world? Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that like we've both definitely seen, you know, just standing at the le- like the very ledge and looking at like the void. We know that this is like, man, it's so easy to jump in, you know, and it's, <laughs> and I, I just, I, I feel like there isn't enough um, congratulations on taking the right path. Well, so I'm, I'm, ve- I'm, I'm don't, like, don't feel deserving of congratulations having done enough yet, but, uh, you know, but that's, that's uh, the thing the though, is, is to, is to say, Hey, you know, how can I get better every day? How can I, um, and actually live by it. And so that's why I try not to, I realize I've done a, you know, a fair amount of talking here. So, oh, of um, course. but like, I generally try not to do too much talking and just try to do more of the living, you know, cause you are you gonna like appreciate somebody who just talks about something all the time, or are you gonna appreciate somebody who actually sets the example by doing it? And so I, I'm just trying to for myself. I don't really care if other people buy into it at this point anymore because I don't need them to believe in in my goals. I, I need to believe in my goals, right? That's what's gonna allow me to be successful. So I need to just I. You got to go out there. You got to live it. You got to breathe it for me, right? And other people who who see and think similarly will say like, "Hey, I appreciate that about you. Uh, I'm glad. Like, I know you. I'm glad that you know you're someone who can bring something to this for me in this part of life. Whether you know it's your attitude or mentality. And then there's pieces that I can bring from them to, to me. Or and then there's a lot of people who might think this kid is fake, man. This kid, yeah. you know, what I'm saying this kid uh, is all talk. And you know, and you know what? I understand that too, because if you never met me, just hearing this, you're, it's more than possible that you'd believe that. I, and that's fair. Go ahead and believe that. But I, I, I just want to just go out there and do my thing, and I'm not too cons- overly concerned with all the other voices and negativity out there. It's all about just focusing up and uh, and doing what I got to do. And and to be honest with you, man, that's kind of all I've got. So then, I guess my question is, what would what would you say to younger Drake? What would you say to the people who were in the same position that you were in? Like, what would be your your message to them? You're like, your like driving home, home run kind of message. If I had to say one thing to younger younger me or the people trying to trying to push through tough times would be. Um, uh, be I don't know if it's not going to be super eloquent, so forgive me, but <laughs> relentlessly event. pursue whatever it is you're passionate about, and no matter what someone says to you, no matter what people believe about you, never give up on what it is you believe, and then be open to hearing other interpretations and other information and other advice that can help you grow but don't just necessarily take it at face value you got to analyze it and see how it applies to you and eventually when you kind of combine everything together and you push yourself and you push yourself you will grow and and continue to um, improve hopefully and that's when you're going to start recognizing that hey we've taken a step in the maturity process and you'll move on to the next level of that whatever needs to be uh, worked on.